Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Welcome back to another episode of Here to Help. So glad you took the opportunity to come and listen to my musings and my heart as I try to bring topics to light that I think will help what I think would be a needful thing for a Christian as we navigate this thing we call life and this thing we call living on planet earth of being a human and I wanted to thank you it touches my heart when I see that folks have listened and taken time of their busy days and and just listened to my heart and things that God has brought to into my life and into my heart and I just want to be helped to you today we're going to talk about what happens when the wave hits again what happens when the wave hits again? Because that's what life is about. And uh, so buckle your seatbelt and let me just take a few minutes and and talk about what happens when a second wave hits you um, and see what we can learn from that. When I was a pre-teenager, I would suspect I was 11, maybe 12 years old. My family took vacation down to the Los Angeles area and spent a week with my uncle and aunt and cousins. And that was a fun trip. That was There was some really neat things that happened on that trip. Able to go visit Disneyland and saw my aunt drive across a bridge and take out about 50 birds driving on the highway. And just, it was just, it was amazing. Um, so many things happened on that trip that bring back some precious memories with my my family and um, things that we did. But one of the funnest memories we have is we took an entire day, and of course we had to take an entire day driving in Los Angeles traffic, to go to the beach. And when we went to the beach, we took time and purchased little boogie boards. These are little body surfboards that, um, you know, you, you tie to your foot and and you ride the waves, and they're a lot of fun. And I remember spending a day with my brother and my sister and my cousin John as we attempted to learn how to ride the waves like as like a professional surfer. Of course, we were just riding little boogie boards, but and the waves, they weren't that big. But the funnest experience that we had was, at the time, not very fun, but it was a learning experience, was you would get out outside the waves where they were crashing and get out where they were just rolling, and we would be side-by-side side floating on our, our boogie boards with our flipper, with our fins on our feet, and, and then we would time it just right, and we would start paddling in to get in fr- just enough in front of the wave that you could ride the wave and turn and come in like a professional surfer on one of those really cool movies. And we thought we were the the cat's meow. We thought we were pretty cool. And that happened maybe, I would suspect, three times in an entire day at the beach on the California coast. About three times we were able to catch a wave just perfectly and ride the wave in and and uh, come to a stop, and boy, it was exciting. The other 943 times <laughs> that we were attempting to ride waves with our little boogie boards, 
we made the mistake of either starting too late, <coughs> starting too early, not catching the rate wave just right, not turning enough, turning too soon. And as the wave would crash, you would either nose dive into the sand or you would lose your balance and go head over tea kettle. And you would start this rolling effect being pushed along by the wave over and over and over again, where at one minute you're face down in the sand, the next minute you were face up looking at the sun, the next minute you were, um, it was just an experience where you were completely out of control, knocked rolling, out of control, no sense of up or down. And then you finally get your feet under you, coughing, spitting up salt water and sand, and you catch your breath, you stand up, and you're literally in about two to three inches of water wondering what happened. I was just the 40 feet out, and I was in about 50 feet of water, and now I am literally standing in ankle-deep water trying to catch my breath, trying to figure out what exactly happened to our professional wave riding. <laughs> Boy, it was a good time. But it was also a learning experience. As we were learning the power of the ocean, and they weren't that big of waves. We, we In our lives, they were, you know, 20 and 30 foot crests, you know, but they were probably about a foot and a half high. When the unknown or the unexpected waves of life hit us, whether it comes in pain or sickness, or hurt, or loss, or attack, or failure, or death. When those waves hit you, it can be like that when we are trying to ride those waves in Los Angeles. Rolling, tumbling, out of control, can't breathe, don't know which end is up. And sometimes it seems like it takes forever before you can even get your bearings catch your breath, get back into control, and start to feel like you can continue life again. I remember when our son passed away, those first weeks were such a struggle just to exist, just out of control, just existing, just trying to stay focused long enough to breathe. And it just seemed like that we just kept tumbling and flopping, and flailing, and couldn't breathe. But then a second wave hit you. <laughs> Out of the blue. Before you've gotten your breath, before you've gotten your bearings completely back, before you've spit out the sand, before you got your hands and feet underneath you, guess what can happen? Another wave can hit you. We've had that happen. Just this last weekend, we were hit by another wave. And we stop and we're like, how can, how can this be? We just started to heal, just started the regrowth process, just started to get our feet back underneath us. And we got hit again. How could something like this happen again? So soon, out of the blue, before you get your bearings back, so unexpectedly, 
before you even had a chance to get your recovery in full swing, another onslaught happens. But isn't that just like life? Isn't that just like reality? Just when you think you got the life by the horns, well, then the bull turns on you and knocks you down. And before you can get back up, the bull comes after you again. I remember going to the rodeo with my grandpa and my parents in, in, in Western or, or Eastern Oregon. And I used to love to watch the rodeo clowns. And when during my, my youth, I remember the rodeo clowns of the fair at Vale were just, just amazing athletes and heroes and just crazy psychotic people. But they were there as a lifeline for when a bull rider fell off the fell off the bull to distract and because that's what a bull would do. They'd get you off and then they would come after you and keep mauling you, keep hitting you with the horns, keep trying to stomp on you. That's what they do. They're mean. And when we stop and go through life and we get hit by tidal waves of hurt or of pain or of grief or of struggle, of the unexpected. We've got to come to the come to the agreement, come to the understanding that waves do that. We should not be surprised when a wave of life, of tragedy, or of hurt, or of pain hits us. We shouldn't be surprised when a second wave is behind it. There's one wave out there that can take you by storm and surprise. There's a pretty good chance that another one will follow. I'm no um, geological scientist, but I have a tendency to figure out that waves do tend to come in groups. Rogue waves happen, but they're rare. Multiple waves pushed on by the same storm are usually common. We should not be surprised when a wave overtakes us. We're not meant to stand the ocean. We're not fish. We're not whales. We're not dolphins. <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise when a wave takes us out. But we've got to be prepared that if we have gotten taken down by an unexpected wave, there's a really good chance that another one is coming right behind it. There's probably a really good chance that as that one wave that knocked us flailing, there's probably a pretty good chance that a second one's right behind it. I remember when we were trying to pretend we were surfers. I remember it happened a few times. Boy, you just start to tumble and you just start to go head over tea kettle. And another wave would come right behind it. But it wasn't it wasn't just another wave. It was another surfer or boogie board person or someone just body surfing on the waves. And they'd take you out even harder than the way first wave did. But that's life. We live in a broken, fallen world. And we should not be surprised when a, a storm or a wave hits us that there's probably going to be a good chance another one's going to hit you. Boy, that's encouraging, Kev. Keep it up. This feels great. Yay! But we should not be surprised when we get hit by a wave, a hurt, an attack, grief, loss. That's just part of life that, that something else is, is a really good chance happening.
Look at poor Job. First he lost that herd, then he lost another herd, then he lost another herd, and then he found out that a that a, a hurricane or a or tornado came and took out his family and killed all his, his children. One wave right after another. And that's life. Don't be surprised when a second or third or fourth wave hits you because that's life. It happens. It's not encouraging to think about, but it's reality. Which brings me to a second point, is if we're not surprised that wave could, a second wave could hit us, we should never give up fighting of trying to get back up, to get into control, to get our feet underneath us, to catch our breath. Never give up fighting. Because storms come, pain comes, hurt comes. We live in a, in a broken creation and if one wave is going to hit you, be expectant that if we're not alert and ready and trying and struggling, that another one's going to hit us. And if we're not trying to get back up, we're not trying to, to fight, not trying to regain control, we're not trying to, to, to get back on our feet and get our breath back in us, when that second wave hits us or the third wave hits us or the fourth wave, hit, wave hits us, if we're not fighting then we can get into worse trouble than we were before. So don't be surprised when a second or third wave hits you and never stop trying to fight, never stop trying to get back up and in control. And you better make sure as you're not surprised and you're fighting and you're get, trying to get back in control, you better make sure you're putting the blame in the right place. When we are out there on the ocean pretending that we knew how to ride waves and we get knocked down it's not our place to get mad at the water oh you could pretend to get mad at the water but what good would that do <laughs> it was only being pushed and manipulated by a storm by the wind by the gra the gravity of the moon or an underwater anomaly it's easy when the waves of life hit us and knock us down it's easy to get mad at the water and blame the wrong thing. Like pointing your fingers and blaming God. Or those near us trying to help. Or just someone close by that seems like they're to blame. We live in a fallen world. Terrible things happen. Tragedies happen. Death happens. Hurt happens. And we have to make sure that we put the blame in the right place. And just maybe there's no one to blame. Maybe it was just a happenstance of living in this fallen world. Put the blame in the right place. I remember when Chris passed away, I remember there were times when my wife and I, we got a little upset at God sometimes. Why didn't he help? Why didn't he answer the prayer? Why didn't he perform a miracle? Why didn't he send someone other than us to try and help Chris? Why did it just seem like our prayers were going unanswered? Why did it seem, and God, why are you doing this? And I remember those, those thoughts. But I was putting the blame in the wrong place. I was blaming the water when it was the storm. I was blaming the water when it was the wind and the moon. I was blaming the water when 
it was my choice to be out there on the waves to begin with. Make sure you're putting, pointing the finger in the right direction. And just last of all, my heart, when that second or third or fourth wave hits you and you can't get back up and your strength is waning and the undertow is pulling you out deeper, cry out for help. There are these folks stationed about every hundred feet or so on the beach where we were at. They were called lifeguards. Doing their best to diligently watch out in the surf to watch out for someone who is drowning. Listening for someone hollering for help. Looking for someone who is struggling. Did you know that there are people that are around us that are just looking for someone to help? It's okay to cry out for help. Just today, this afternoon, <clears throat> after church, a young man in our church that was, he's been going through some struggles. And he came up to me after church and he said, he called me by name and he said, he said, it's just not in me to ask for help. He said, but I need help in this certain area. And I just smiled. And I said, called him by name. I said, you remember last time that we sat and talked and and I helped you out in, in a certain area? He goes, yeah. I said, do you remember what I said to you? He said, no. I said, if you need help, you just have to ask. And we took some time and, 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 and helped him. Isn't that what we're here for? If you find yourself being knocked over again and again and again by wave after wave after wave, you may need to cry out for help. You may need to cry out to the chief lifeguard or maybe some of the younger lifeguards that are been placed around you to help. And last of all, and this is not a blame. But if you find yourself constantly being knocked down by waves and storms, maybe, just maybe, you're in the wrong place. And that's not every time. That's about 2% of, of people get knocked down. But it could be a factor. You know, I came to this conclusion that if I didn't get the boogie board on and I didn't put on the swimming fins and I didn't go out into the ocean... I didn't get knocked over by the waves. <laughs> Amazing how that works. You might just be in the wrong place if you just keep getting knocked around by the waves. And you may just need to take a break of and just kind of step out of the water for a little bit. Don't be surprised when a second wave hits you. Don't see, be surprised when a third wave hits you. That's just life. And last of all, I know I said that last time, but something else hit my mind, my heart. Don't become apathetic to the waves hitting you. Kind of ties into the never give up fighting, but our family got some hard news this weekend. And there were tears and there was some weeping and there was some hurting 
And it's so easy when you've been hurt and you've been knocked down or you've suffered a loss or you've been through a tragedy to become apathetic and numb to pain. Be on guard for that. And if you find yourself getting to the place where you just don't care, that's a dangerous place to live too. When it just doesn't matter that the waves are knocking you around and around and around and again, eventually you're going to lose your breath and eventually you're going to drown. And if you give up caring, you're going to give up fighting. And that's not a good place to be in. So what do you do? When that second wave or third wave or fourth wave hits you, don't be surprised. Waves do that. Don't give up fighting. Get your feet underneath you. Don't point the fingers and get mad at the water. It's, just, it's being pushed too. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And don't give up caring. Don't become numb. And just yield to the, to the storm. Yield to the wave. Fight. Get up. Try and get your hands underneath you. Holler for help if you need to. Waves do that. The wave may come again. And you may get a breather for a second or two. You may get just get your feet back underneath you when a second wave hits you and you get knocked down again. But keep fighting. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't quit trying. Yeah, you're probably going to cry. Yeah, you're probably going to hurt. Yeah, you're probably going to struggle. We went home that afternoon. I'll finish with this. We went home that afternoon having swallowed probably each of us about three gallons of salt water, digested about five pounds of salt, burned to a crisp like a fresh steamed lobster at a, at a restaurant, sore, bruised, scraped, beat up. <laughs> but every one of us riding in the back of that van for the hour and a half drive home did nothing but talk. And in fact, even today, my family brings up the story of us going body surfing on the beach in Los Angeles. Don't give up trying. A second wave may come. And that's okay. Don't stop fighting. Cry out for help. Don't give up. Get your feet back underneath you. Don't get mad at the water. <laughs> but keep trying. Keep trying. I hope this was a help to you. Sometimes waves come again. And again. And again. Spend more than a minute and a half on a beach and you'll figure that out. Go to the coast. You'll, you'll learn waves just keep coming and that's okay I love you thank you for taking time to listen 
you want to reach out, please do to here to help ministry at gmail.com. Throw me an email. Love to hear from you. No, I pray over every episode before I post it and pray that, that it would help somebody. If you find this has been a help to you, share it. Let people know. Rate it. I don't know if podcasts get rated anymore. I'm so kind of non-technical. It's not even funny. But share it if you want. I'd like that. I just want to help people. Love to hear from you. Let's have a good week. If a wave comes, get back up. Get knocked down, get back up. You swallowed about a gallon of seawater, get back up. And just keep fighting. Love you. Have a great week.